0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Relate and Educate podcast. It's Aaron Patton here. All right, today's episode is another mini episode, a little bite-sized morsel of an episode for you. Um, it is recorded at the Oklahoma State Department of Education's 2022 Winter Conference. So we were there at this conference at the end of the year last year, at the end of December, and it was awesome. It was a fun conference. You've heard like, I don't know, five other of our mini episodes so far from that, and The recording, you can hear the loud hustle and bustle of being there live and recording there live at the conference, and so uh, it was fun. It was fun. I like listening to these um, many episodes again, and it was just such a fun day. And I just I find myself just listening to these episodes with a big smile on my face. Um, So today's episode is with Amanda Sellers. Amanda Sellers is the director of school climate at the Oklahoma State Department of Education. And she describes her role and her team's role and what they do so beautifully. Basically, um, if an issue in the school uh, has been identified that's kind of an overall affecting the climate of your school issue, you know, something that is, you know, affecting the lives of a ton of your student population, if not all of your population, um, those schools in Oklahoma can call Amanda Sellers and her team, and they can help identify these issues and these problems. And then once they've identified them, they can reteach. They can look into the social, emotional growth of these kids and reteach what needs to be taught, what either they've missed, whether it be through the pandemic or just, you know, in life, they've missed some things. And so Amanda and her team's works to identify the issues and problems. They reteach what needs to be taught. And I love this, that they, have, they use an It Takes All of Us mentality. Mentality. it's not like they're coming in here and like shaming the schools for anything they're coming in there and they're like how can we do this we as a team and so I love that it takes all of us mentality now after you listen to this episode at the end we talk about how you can get in contact with Amanda Sellers and her team and so make sure you listen close to that because oh my gracious what a resource What an absolute resource Amanda and her team, the um, school climate team. I just, I I see awesome things coming from them. They're wonderful. And so I will let you listen to this episode on school climate with Amanda Sellers. amplifying the voices of teachers. This is Relate and Educate. All right, we are back, and this time we are here with Amanda Sellers. Hello, Amanda. Hello. Hello. Amanda, I mean, what do you do? Who are you? Yeah, so who, that's a good
1: question. I know, that right? feels a little deep. But, <laughs> um, so what I do currently do right now is I work for the State Department of Education, uh-huh. and I am the director of school climate. And when I say school climate, I don't mean like the environment. The temperature. You're the in temperature.
2: charge of A.C. <laughs> and heating. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Exactly.
1: <laughs> exactly. I, uh, what uh, I specifically do is I help schools and mm-hmm. districts kind of um, take a look at what the character of their school is, what that personality is, um, what is kind of going on in the building, and how do we work towards getting more of a positive positive atmosphere Mm -hmm. positive behavior so i do a lot of with multi-tiered systems of support and Mm -hmm. positive behavior interventions Mm -hmm. and support that's a lot of acronyms right would be education (laughs) if we don't have a lot of names pbis or mtss but so yeah exactly (laughs) so specifically i work with uh, school districts and school teams and really help them set up those organizational practices through a trauma-informed approach okay and so when i say trauma-informed what Mm -hmm. i'm talking about is this six principles so when you think of principles it's kind of this is how we do things yeah so what do we do in trauma trauma trauma-informed organization we have peer support Mm -hmm. we talk about safety so Mm -hmm. physical and psychological safety Mm -hmm. uh collaboration so how are schools collaborating with their community who all is sitting at the table what stakeholders do we have at the table um how are we engaging students to have voice and choice in their journey yeah. in their school mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. how are we um, setting up the environment to be healing so mm-hmm. when we think about our students coming into the building especially the past two years mm-hmm. what we know is there's a high number of um, trauma yeah. adverse childhood experiences uh, surprisingly i was looking at some numbers the other day and i think we the latest number i've seen was 1.5 million children from march 2020 to april 2021 lost a primary caregiver say the number again 1.5 million children
0: that is staggering wow
2: and they're they're trying to deal with that as they go back into school
0: wow and
2: on top of the entire world went through an epidemic or a pandemic pandemic that's pretty (laughs) that's pretty jarring in and of itself
0: right so
2: i'm curious just right off the bat do you choose the districts you go talk to or do they request that you come in to help them because it would seem like it may be a difficult position for you to Mm -hmm. walk into a district um to to have this conversation because some districts may not want to have it is it how does that work do you do you go in Do they ask you in, or do you go in?
1: Right, excellent question. They actually ask us in. So part of it is through a grant. Mm -hmm. So School Climate Transformation Grant is through the USDE. And um, we had a grant process when we first began five years ago. And from there, school sites could apply. And they said, hey, we're really interested. We need some support. We need assisti- you know, we need an organizational practice to yeah. address these issues. And we're having a lot of issues around behavior. And so <laughs> we looked at the needs.
2: We've, we've heard that. Yeah. We, yes. and, and Has
1: that been a common theme today? Oh, it's
2: been a common theme. Well, not today, but, but over the last <laughs> couple, couple of, of years, years because, say, ninth graders when they went into lockdown or, or the pandemic started they were seventh graders so when they go back into school they're basically seventh grade children but in ninth grade bodies mm. <laughs> and so they're doing just really bizarre stuff in
0: ninth grade hormones in ninth and grade ninth hormones grade. yeah and
2: and there was <laughs> elementary middle school high school same story but they were two years um, further back you know from where they w- should have been developmentally but you know the pandemic happened, so I'm sure you've been busy <laughs> with stuff like this.
1: We have, and it's interesting you say that because, as far as part of what we do is offer technical assistance to schools. So, mm-hmm. technical assistance being they may call and say, I'm having a, a lot of needs with middle school behavior, and that was one of my top phone calls this year was middle really? school, oh. and it, hormones, was, yeah, well, it was hormones, they're yeah. all <laughs> Yeah, well, it was just like that big. Um, uh, gaping hole in the bridge mm-hmm. yeah. where we all knew it was there and there's a lot of problem admiration but then it was like how what, what are we gonna do yeah and so we've done a lot of how do we go back and reteach just like you're reteaching any academic behavior because we know that's going on as well yeah. so how do we go back and teach some of these social skills
2: how do we do school
0: yeah, yeah. Right. they forgot right. how
2: to do school yeah right because it is kind of weird um, just the whole rhythm of the day, if you get out of that for two years, going back to a building that's not your home, and you're going to stay in this class for 50 minutes, and then a bell will ring, and you're going to go to another class. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. For a kid, whew, that would yeah. be hard to get used to again. Oh, absolutely.
1: Yeah. That, And I think um, it's just what you said, 7th graders left, being 7th graders, come back as ninth yeah. graders, and that's a whole lot of... Of missing some practice <laughs> yes. there of how to socially interact yes. you know because some we think of, yeah right right because you think about it that's where they're learning a really who am i in comparison to my yes. peers yeah so how do i fit in how do i not fit in they're learning to be them i often um tell others you know middle school is a lot like they try on personalities Mm -hmm. and activities like they try on clothes oh
0: yeah yeah
1: right you think about it like you've you've seen the students that they come dressed Mm
0: -hmm.
1: one way for like a month and then the next month they come in decked out in another yeah Yeah. we see that and i think um we just seen some of those crucial skills that are typically developed just like academic Mm -hmm. that are, are just missing yeah. and we so we're going back and reteaching and part of that what we encourage schools to do is um, and i i think you guys obviously being educators are very familiar with this when we talk about it through that trauma-informed approach is really that relationship the mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. what connection are the students making yeah. yeah how does school become that protective factor mm-hmm. how does it become that safe space to still learn mm-hmm. learn the academic or social skills mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah it when you were talking I was thinking social emotional learning like that that is what your specialty is in a sense is that you're reinforcing where there was that gap right am I am I right
1: no no you're right we go back and talk about you know teaching those social skills because that's often what we we're doing all day anyways we're interacting in a social setting Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right yeah and um a lot of when we teach Uh, schools about positive behaviors we look at it through setting up those behavior expectations Mm -hmm. so the school will identify hey these are three things we really want our students to do we want our students to be respectful Mm -hmm. we want them to be responsible and we want them to be kind and so we say well what does kindness in the hallway look like and they just define it yeah and they work with the students Mm -hmm. and they teach it through that positive aspect of this is what that looks like Right, because they're not on social yeah. media at that point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're in person.
1: Oh, so right. I can't just say that in the hallway yeah. without there being some kind of consequence. Yeah. Or
2: make a phone call in class, like during the middle of class, which we've we've heard has happened. Just the kid just takes the phone out and calls his parents in uh, class. <laughs> it's like, oh no, you can't do that. Do you know that you can't? No, you don't know that. Well, <laughs> no. the, and you
1: don't. I'm glad you say that because. That was something I had to even program myself as, as a parent, because yeah. after they were out of school, mm-hmm. right, I was kind of getting in the habit of that. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll just call. Wait, they're in class they're right in- now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't call. Yeah. Really so. Oh, man. Um,
2: well, what what would you, if you could speak to an uh, administrator or teacher uh, in a district that does not have the support yet, what, what would you want to say to them? You know, maybe an encouragement to reach out to the State Department or maybe some things to look at within your district to see if maybe if you need this?
1: Right, well, that's a good question, and there's could be a lot to that, but yeah. just to, to simplify, I guess one of the very first things I would encourage districts to do, and they usually know, is what does your data say? Both quantitative and qualitative. Mm-hmm. So what does that need? And once you identify that need, yeah. it's how do I get that extra support? I think our schools feel a lot like um, we do when we're in the building sometimes and teaching, they feel isolated. Oh yeah. They feel like maybe no one else around the state is having the same yeah. issue, but they are. Yeah. And so what we do specifically is we support in that way as external coaches. Our role isn't to come in and say, you need to do this, this, or this. Mm-hmm. Our role is to say, what do you want to do? Mm-hmm. What do you? What's going to serve all your wow. students? How can your staff and your um, personnel be their best resource? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's really part of when we talk about uh, tiered supports, is it's really about two things mm-hmm. when we think of human capital and financial capital. Mm-hmm. So how are we going to use our humans, and how are we going to spend our funds? Mm-hmm. Right. And automatically we always say, let's spend more funds to get more people. But we know part of what is occurring is we have a large need for people in the education field. Yes. Yes. And so it's how do we use ourselves in the very best way possible. Mm -hmm. And that's really what we do. And so if they want to look for those resources or connect with us, they can connect with us through the SDE website. Okay. Under School Climate. And, uh, and it's
2: the State Department of Education. Yes.
1: See again with those acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> it's the, it's the education thing, I yeah. tell you. Um, so yeah, it's the State Department mm-hmm. website, and then um, connect with myself or Lee Campbell, my colleague, mm-hmm. and we uh, reach out through email, through phone calls. We do a lot of in person. We laugh and say, "Have car and backpack, we'll travel." <laughs> um, we have held, we've had meetings in, uh, you know, parking lots wherever we need to. Okay. <laughs> you know, you do, you do business wherever you need to be. Um, yeah. But really, honestly, I think the biggest thing is identify your need and be okay that it's a journey, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. not a quick fix, mm-hmm. and it takes all of us, and you're not alone.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And it- um, how long are you typically with a district?
1: So we have some districts that we've been with, with for five years now. Okay. And so uh, they will have started maybe with one school site and then scaffold up yeah. and mm-hmm. they will have all their school sites okay. involved. And yeah. again, it's that let's scaffold up, let's add to versus, hey, let's all do this at one time. So. Because
2: that probably won't sustain. And and going yeah. for th- it, nice. we were just, we just presented Minutes ago, I think and I was
0: about to say what you're about to say. Yeah. Go for it.
2: Well, there's a principal that yeah. said <laughs> that you know, the, the, their chemistry in the building. She was talking about how, how good it is, but she said it, it has taken us six years to get here. Mm-hmm. And I think with anything, not just education, you have to go in to something new that you know is going to be valuable to say, We're gonna this is a five year game, right. ten year game, mm-hmm. but it's worth playing to get there. Um, but quick fixes aren't, they're not going to help. Not, not where we're at at the moment. So. No. We no, don't you, have
0: time for that. Like, yeah. no one has time for that. We can't right.
2: do that anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, and it's, you're right. The school, school climate is easily three to five years mm-hmm. yeah. to see those significant changes. Yeah. And so I think we had some administrators and coordinators and you know staff saying earlier, celebrate and let staff know that they're not alone, support them wherever they're at. Yeah. And that's part of what we do. Yeah.
2: Yep, yeah. I love it. That's
0: great. Well, it's good to know you. that there's this kind of support out yes.
2: there for schools. Yeah.
0: Absolutely, right. absolutely. Okay, well, we're gonna wrap this thing up. I'm gonna ask you a question. If you could go back in time before you stepped into your first education role. What was your first education role?
1: Right, so I was a social worker at a rural district. Okay. So I'm a social worker by trade. I mean, I'm a licensed social worker, so um, yeah.
0: Okay, so let's go back to there. What would, if you had 60 seconds to talk to your former self then, after all these years of what you've learned, what would you go back and tell her?
1: Mm, you that's tough, right? You only have 60 seconds. 60 that's seconds. I think thing. I would go back to my, myself and say exactly what I just said a well while ago. It's a journey. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. You're not. This is not a sprint. This is long-term. Yeah. Pace yourself and celebrate the small things. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to fail, but be comfortable with being vulnerable and learning. Yeah. And get some good good people around you get yeah. some support system it's crucial that you have some good mentors and good support people
0: i feel like she just like round up like everything we heard today like yeah. that was like perfect very succinct <laughs> that was a great Perfectly answer placed. well and, uh, amanda thank you so much for joining us for our little mini podcast episode this was fun talking to you
1: well thank you guys i appreciate you Absolutely. Mm-hmm
0: please visit our website at relate And if you'd like us to come to your school, go to our website, click on our speaking page and see what all we talk about and get in touch with us. We can also personalize our messaging and what we're talking about with your teachers based on your needs. So definitely reach out. Um, we are always looking for more teachers to talk to and teachers, you have a story worthy of sharing. So reach out to us on our website or email me at Aaron E R I N at relate then educate.com, and I will get back to you. ASAP. I can't wait to meet new teachers. Like I said, you have a story worthy of sharing and we would love to get the chance to share your story with you. That would be wonderful. So get in touch with us. Please like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Relate Then Educate and on Twitter at Relate Then EDUC in the number one. And then on whatever you're listening to this podcast, please, please, please follow us and leave a review. It's how we grow and we would really appreciate that. (laughs) We really appreciate that. All right. And finally, teachers, we love you. You are worthy. You are valuable. And you are loved. Bye.